Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is March 9th of 2023, and we're celebrating Thursday of the second week of Lent. If you are so inclined, it's also the optional memorial of St. Francis of Rome, religious. Today's gospel comes to us from the gospel according to Luke, chapter 16, and it's sort of a long gospel, verses 19 through 31. And Jesus said to the Pharisees, There was a rich man who dressed in purple garments and fine linen, and dined sumptuously every day. And lying at his door was a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who would gladly have eaten his fill of the scraps that fell from the rich man's table. Dogs even used to come and lick his sores. When the poor man died, he was carried away by angels to the bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried. And from the netherworld, where he was in torment, he raised his eyes and saw Abraham far off, and Lazarus at his side. And he cried out, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am suffering torment in these flames. Abraham replied, My child, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime, while Lazarus likewise received what was bad. But now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, between us and you, a great chasm is established to prevent anyone from crossing who might wish to go from our side to yours or from your side to ours. He said, Then I beg you, Father, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they too come to this place of torment. But Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. He said, Oh, no, Father Abraham, but if someone come from the dead goes to them, they will repent. Then Abraham said, If they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. Today's Gospel presents us with the parable of the rich man and Lazarus. It calls our attention that in absolutely all of his other parables, Jesus never gives a character a proper name. There's simply a man, a woman, a prodigal son, and the like. Lazarus, a name that's derived from the Hebrew Eleazar, meaning God is my help, is the only one who merits this special distinction. There's something ironic, right? Because Jesus gives this poor man special attention, whereas the rich man, indeed everybody else, refused to pay him any mind at all. Yet had they looked, they would have seen one of God's beloved children. Indeed, Christ himself. One of St. Teresa of Calcutta's favorite phrases was to say that she and her sisters served Christ in his most distressing disguise. They served Christ in his most distressing disguise. In her case, it was the poor, the lepers, the abandoned, people who physically resembled Lazarus. But today's gospel reminds us that we too must serve Christ in whatever his most distressing disguise might be for us, right? For instance, if we're religious in a particular way, this might be the person of our superiors. They might be difficult people to get along with. They might lack the qualities we think they should have. But as St. Ignatius wrote, Ignatius of Loyola, he said, the superiors to be obeyed, not because he's prudent or good or qualified by any other gift of God, but because he holds the place and the authority of God. 
sometimes that's hard. Obedience requires that we see Christ in disguise. This might also mean Christ hidden in our community members, maybe members of our family, the co-workers. In her autobiography, St. Therese of the Child Jesus candidly recalls how she dealt with such a one in her own convent, writing, There is in community a sister who has the faculty of displeasing me in everything, in her ways, her words, her character. Everything seems very disagreeable to me. Therese of Lisieux saying this, doctor of the church. But I told myself that charity must not consist in feelings, but in works. Then I set myself to doing for this sister what I would do for the person I love the most. Interesting. Charity is not just feelings, but works. And so I started doing for her what I would do for the person I love the most. Each time I met her, I prayed to God for her, offering him all her virtues and merits. I wasn't simply content with praying very much for this sister who gave me so many struggles, but I took care to render her all the services possible. And when I was tempted to answer her back in a disagreeable manner, I was content with giving her my most friendly smile. One day at recreation, she asked almost in these words, Would you tell me, Saint Sister Therese of the Child Jesus, what attracts you so much towards me? Every time you look at me, I see you smile. Ah, what attracted me was Jesus hidden in the depths of her soul. Right, so this sister, who was very difficult to get along with, whenever Sister Therese was tempted to answer, you know, in a way that was not kind or lacked charity, she would just smile. And apparently she smiled so much that the other sisters thought, she's like, well, you're just, you just think I'm just a great person. She's like, well, yeah, because I see Jesus in you, hidden in the depths of your soul, but he's there. But sometimes the most distressing disguise of Jesus might even be a person who could justly be called an enemy. But it's here, too, that we need to see Christ himself. The life of St. Louis Orione offers great examples of this. When one of his religious abandoned the congregation, he covered Orione with insults and abuse. Orione gave him some money, embraced him with tenderness, kissed him with affection on the forehead, wished him all good things, and told those present to pray for him as for a benefactor. On another occasion, trouble was brewing for Orione in the city of Tortona. The bishop was complaining, there was slander, gossip, accusations, hostility, trials, and yet in the midst of it, Orione wrote to a friend saying, My enemies can even put my eyes out. Just let them leave my heart with which to love them. Once, Orione was betrayed and insulted by one of his own religious. And a fellow priest told Orione to respond in kind, betray and insult the guy. And he said, okay, well, what should we do? And Orione replied, nothing. For these people... One prays to God, one forgives, one loves. What do you do? Pray, forgive, love. As we continue our Lenten journey, we can consider the words of the servant of God, Dorothy Day, and use them to examine ourselves regarding our love for our neighbor. She wrote, I really only love God as much as I love the person I love the least. I really only love God as much as I love the person I love the least. Today, through the intercession of Mary, Our Lady of Charity, 
let's ask for the grace to love Christ, even and especially when he's hidden under his most distressing disguises.